Hey, there's the music. That means it's time for Animal Talk. Some of the best doggone pet people on the planet here to help you with your pets. I'm Jamie Flanagan. Want to take a second? Thank you for finding us, sharing some time with us. Like, subscribe, leave a comment, do all those podcast things in all the podcast places. It helps out immensely. And what we're going to do is help you with your pets. That is the whole mission and goal in our lives. We've done this for years and years, and we have tons and tons of your calls stored, and we're going to share them back with you as we roll through some of the best of Animal Talk. We had some amazing interviews, some incredible celebrities, some amazing inventors. We're going to share all those with you as well. Remember, Animal Talk is for entertainment purposes only. Any medical advice, training tips should be checked with your local veterinarian and local behaviorist. Never know. Always good to just have a double check. Again, entertainment purposes only, and we hope you're entertained with Animal Talk. Don't forget to visit our sponsors, WearingFunny.com, for all your pet parent clothing needs. WearingFunny.com. Are you a cat mom? Are you a dog dad? We got the t-shirts for you. WearingFunny.com. Visit it now. Hey, we even take requests. Are you a a, a ferret friend? We'll make you a t-shirt. Just let us know what it is you're looking for. Uh, Head over to wearingfunny.com and you can email me directly, jamie at animaltalkradio.com if you have any questions about that. But there's some super cool, super amazing swag to get your hands on there. Wearingfunny.com for all your pet parent clothing needs. Here we go. It's Animal Talk. Is your starfish becoming a diva? Well, give Animal Talk a call. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to help you with a bit. Donna just shared with me (laughs) that when she first joined the show, and I do those little bits coming back in, that she thought when I first said that, is your starfish becoming a diva, she thought I had directed that at her. Because Brad, at that time, was talking about how I, I had taken over the show. The show was all about me. And it was not intentional. Right. It, but that was every every week, this is what I was being told. And, she doesn't and then, deny that it's all about her. She just said it was Well, no, now it is. Yeah. So. <laughs> you didn't get funny. the memo? And, and Donna, had a little, Donna had a little corrective comment to us as we were coming back from the break. <laughs> and for some reason, I just said, is your starfish becoming a diva? And she begins to laugh as if I it was an intentional thing to say, okay, Miss Diva. You, you did, didn't you? A little bit. Yeah, see? <laughs> I knew that. I could tell by your body language. <laughs> I am not just an animal behaviorist. I know. All right. You're getting inside our brains tonight, uh-huh. which is scary. Yeah, scary for me. <laughs> We're going to help Don't you make with me roll pet. up this newspaper, Brad. I know. And we have that uh, tricky, the factor <laughs> fiction. fiction. We have the factor fiction hanging out there where we have uh, three facts, two of them are uh, absolutely false. One is true. You have to guess the true fact, and you can win a fabulous prize for you and your pet. And we have Joe in Nebraska who wanted to give it a shot. Joe, we're going to recap these for you. Welcome to the show, Joe. How you doing? Couldn't be better. Excellent, Joe. We are going to recap these for you real quick. Appreciate it. All right. All right. Segway, the self-balancing two-wheeled walking machine, has announced plans for an attachment for pets to ride on behind or next to their owners. Back to ring-tailed lemur males often have skunk stink fights where they wave their foul-smelling tails at each other. And the third fact, Cape Buffalo differ from other cattle in that they are extremely individualistic and shun the herd mentality. Which one of these is true? The third one is true because uh, I, I've seen that type of behavior when I was visiting down south over there in the Cape. <laughs> oh. You blew it! 
boy. You really oh. blew it. Well, maybe you just saw some individual snotty buffalo, yeah. but it, on the whole, no. They, they they do still believe in the herd mentality. Yeah. Uh, Safety numbers. Yeah, but uh, you're you're not done yet. Not by any means. No, you can still we, win. Yes. Um, have you ever played the game Battleship? No, sir. Okay, it's uh, it's a it's a young person's game. Um, it, there's a grid, A through J and one through ten, right? There's this grid, and we have the ships hidden on it, and you have to guess a coordinate. If you get a hit, you get to keep guessing, and if you miss, the game's over. And if you sink one of our boats, then you get to uh, get an Animal Talk T-shirt. So uh, A through J, one through ten is the grid, and you have to give us a coordinate. Does that make any sense to you? A to J. A through J. I'll go with J, and I'll go with nine. J nine. That is a miss. Oh, I'm so sorry, Joe. But thanks for thanks for the call. All right, have a great evening. Keep listening to we're that gonna, sonar. We're going to help you with your I'll pet. I'll be sleeping a little bit. Chris, Chris in New Hampshire with a kitty cat. What's up, Chris? Hi, Chris. Welcome to Animal Talk. Hello. Are you there? Okay, we we need to move on there. All right, we need Amanda. We just, although. No one has ever called our show before and screamed Bubba Booey. So we could, very, we, we could very well. I wonder if someone's calling uh, just here to scream Bubba Booey. So uh, <laughs> does that make us somebody now? That uh, will, we be, will we get on Howard Stern with that clip of someone calling in and going Bubba Booey on, on the nationally syndicated yeah. animal talk show? People can still hear, hear us for free. But yeah. Let's go to the next one. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Amanda in uh, Minnesota. Amanda, welcome to Animal Talk. Thank you. Do you want? Would you like to shout Bubba Booey as well? You know, I'm not that good at karaoke. I'm not going to try. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right, Amanda. What's uh, what's going on with your dog? I have a golden retriever collie mix. I adopted her from an animal shelter about a year and a half ago. They were going to put her down because she was badly abused, and they didn't think she'd socialize again. Okay. Um, I had asked if I could go ahead and take her. I've got her to the point where she's socializing and doing well. Um, now I'm trying to train her on commands and discipline and things. Mm-hmm. And whenever I use a firm voice with her, she begins, like, shaking terribly, and then she just rolls over and submits to me. Okay. All right. All right. And, okay. With with her, um, at this point, you're going to kind of back off on, on some of the actual stern no's. You're not going to do the really big no kind of sound. You're going to kind of back off of that a little bit. Otherwise, it makes her a little uncomfortable. We don't want to continue to let her go into that really submissive. What are you two? We, with that no that you gave, we both got really yes. submissive. <laughs> we, we did got I, all did submissive I make you go submissive? I need bit. a new chair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you, don't do the big gur nose. Just kind of give her a light correction where you're going to say nope. Um, okay. Nope is very hard to make it sound convincing. It's it's not too mean. It's it's such a silly word. Or you're going to say no, no. Okay. Again, another really silly thing to say. So you're going to work light corrections with this dog. What type of training tool are you using? Um, are you- right now, just positive rewards, treats, things like that. But when she submits instead of sitting, I won't give her a treat. Good. Very good. What you'll also do is take a step away from her, causing her to get up and come with you. Um, and what she'll learn is, as long as I remain upright, I'm okay. Uh, that's when I'll get that. And also, don't overpraise her. Um, just using the treat at this point, you're going to take a more aloof stance with the training with her because if we 
if we try to manhandle her, she's going to go submissive. If we baby her, she's going to go submissive. So you're going to take a more aloof approach, and you're just going to say, good job, give that cookie, and your nose are going to be just light, light little nopes. And getting her, if she doesn't do exactly what you want from her, direct her a little bit with the leash. So if, if she starts to go laying down, you're going to tug up towards the sky because that's where you want her to go. And just give her a light nope and take a step back. If she corrects herself by bringing herself to that upright position, good job, give that treat. Um, with everything that you're going to do, you're going to have to do that a little bit using yourself as part of that correction or as part of that praise. If she's not doing what you like, you're going to walk away from her, and that's going to get her to come up and follow you so that you'll be able to basically show her, no, that's not exactly what I wanted. We're going to try again. We'll approach it from a different angle. Great. Thank you. All right. Thanks for the call. And, uh, hey, we're not done, Amanda, though. We, we have a little bit more to do with you. Um, <laughs> you want to win an Animal Talk T-shirt, right? Okay, so you have to play Battleship, you know, the old Battleship game coordinates, A through J, 1 through 10. I uh, do. I'm prior Navy. I should be good at this. I all right. Good. all let's, right. Here we go. Let's go with B3. B3. Oh. That's a miss. Yeah, oh, that is a miss. I'm sorry. Hard. You were so close. <laughs> but uh, give us a call back and let us know how your puppy's behaving, all right? Thanks a lot. Thanks for the call. I know all the ones last week were all, like, within a... One, two. So, yep. All right, but we have Tom in Omaha. Mm -hmm. Tom, welcome to Animal Talk. Oh. Hey, Tom, what's going on with your dog? I, I have a miniature pincher. I have two of them, but one of them um, has developed a rash on his stomach down by his lower legs. <laughs> and we took it to the vet, and it's cleared up with uh, medication. Said it was uh, possibly allergy. All right. But it's reoccurring once the medicine's gone, and I forget what kind of medicine it is. All right, Tom, we're going to process all this. We were talking to Tom <laughs> in Omaha. He's got a dog. It's a min pin, and there's some rash stuff going on. What did he say again, Brad? It's a rash in, uh, down in, down between the back legs. Got a little rash, and it's an ongoing recurrent thing. The meds clear it up, but then it comes right back. Is that about right? Got a little bit. You can notice the, the uh, breathing yeah, uh, is uh, weird, too. The breathing? The meds. Yeah, you know, I mean, just like, he, it's almost like he has a runny nose or something when it... When he's on the meds? Mm -hmm. When he's off, when, it, you know, when it, everything starts coming back. Yeah, so so basically what you're probably using is a steroid cream, and that's probably clearing everything up back there for you. Right. Maybe something, uh, uh, it's hard to call what exactly, there's so many different creams out there that uh, can be used, and each one of them will clear up in their own way. Now, a steroid cream would take care of allergies, make things go better. Um, I prefer oral medication to uh, the topical. I think it just does more and takes care of things longer term. However, you probably are dealing with allergies. Most skin problems that are recurrent are caused by allergies either to the food or to something in the house or in the air around the house. But at this time, usually it's in the house. I would uh, talk to your vet about, first off, you might want to try a food trial. See if there's something, uh, try a different food, something that we haven't had before. Because if you do that for a period of, let's say, six weeks of just being on a different food exclusively, sometimes we see the allergies abate without having to, uh, without having to do too much else. And frankly, you got to buy food anyway. So it's not that much difference in cost. It could be something you look into doing. Talk to your vet about that. See if food allergy might be a culprit. The other thing, if it's not too big a deal, is you might want to go a little longer with the antibiotics because it could be that the, the antibiotics aren't completely clearing things up and the problem's coming back just before it gets healed up. That would be the other thing besides allergies. But, uh, but yeah, I would certainly talk to the vet about uh, your vet about doing some uh, food trial, see if that's the cause, or going with oral antibiotics for a longer term, seeing if that might help as well. I'll try that because this is the second time, so yeah. I'll definitely yeah. talk to him about that. That's All right. Tom. Have you ever, do you ever play Battleship when you were a kid? 
Yeah, I sure did. All right, A through J, 1 through 10, give us a coordinate. I'm trying to B5. C is in cat? Or B is in boy? B is in boy, 5. That Ooh, is a miss. Another miss. Uh, all right, but all let right. us know how it works out with the pup, all right? Thanks a lot, guys. All right, thanks for the call. And uh, let's keep the games going. <laughs> I'm all about the games. Oh, Joyce is on the phone. Joyce, welcome to Animal Talk. Yes, thank you. I have a miniature dachshund that's eight pounds, so Aww. I enjoy your show very much. Well, thank, thank you so much. We have two facts out there. One is true, one is false. You're down to a 50-50. Yes. All right, two facts, and... Um, Okay. Oh, wait, mine was guessed, and that was incorrect. All right, Brad, the first fact. Segway, the self-balancing two-wheeled walking machine, has announced plans for an attachment for pets to ride on behind or next to their owners. Or fact two, ring-tailed lemur males often have stink fights where they wave their foul-smelling tails at each other. Okay, well, as much as I think uh, people want to have their pets with them all the time, I'm going to go with, with uh, fact number one. You're going to guess about the Segway. You think it's the Segway? Mm-hmm. Huh? That does not compute. Ah, can I call back and get these? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we've gone to a 50-50 to a 100% chance. And, uh, all right, but uh, Joyce, but. tell you what, you can still you can still play the Battleship. We'll give you a shot, and you can win an Animal Talk t-shirt on the Battleship. Okay. You need to give us a coordinate, A through J, 1 through 10. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's try uh, F7. F7. Oh, <laughs> that is a miss. Yeah. So right. close. Okay. But, all right. Well, thanks Better for luck the next call. week. Yeah, That's yeah. Right. Give your puppy a hug for us. All right. And, uh, <laughs> it's the animal show that has the submarine sound. That's right. <laughs> ah, well, no, didn't, okay. didn't we decide they were going to not be um, ships? They were going to be... Cows. Cows. Cows, right, yes. Right. You have to sink our herd of cattle. <laughs> do, do, we're, we're moving our office. I just Cow just made me remind this. We're moving our office out mm. to Wixom, my mm-hmm. dog training. And uh, we're going to be getting a koi pond. Oh, really? Yes, I'm very, very excited about that. And I, I told my boss, Brian, I said, you know, when, when we get, I, you know, we should have at least two koi, depending on the size of the pond. And I said, we should get one that's orange and white spotted, and we can call him cow. Oh. <laughs> I like stuff like that. Wow. <laughs> so, but him saying cow reminded me of that. I'm like, oh, I can't wait till I get my little. <laughs> She's gone to her happy place. Yes, I, I needed to. <laughs> we, we sunk her cattle yeah, ship. That's right. <laughs> cattle ship. That's what we we're going to call it. That's right. Let's you make it animal related. Yeah, well, okay. For the sonar. And yeah, we'll do that. All right. So, do we have some. An email? Um, we could do definitely. We could do an email. All right, uh, dear Animal Talk. <laughs> Letter in your mailbox. There it is. All right. Uh, do you have any tips on keeping cats out of my aquarium? Every time I get home, one of my two cats is in the top of the aquarium playing with the water. Um, I just like them to stop. Thanks. This is signed, Bill. There's a, a couple different things you can do. Put a lid on the on the tank first and foremost. Complete lid. Shut the door. You mm. know, you don't have to keep that open. Most fish tanks need to be rather humid anyhow. Right. So have the door shut. Yeah, like um, 100% humid. You, right. Well, no, I mean, you want it to be warm. <laughs> Relative humidity day, again, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know. <laughs> I'm just going to jump in for one second, Donna. I know this is a behavioral thing, but I'm just going to jump in and say, piranha. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> No. Oh, that's horrible. And yet, horrible. funny. <laughs> no, get a lid that will completely close. There's really no need to have, have the tank open. It, it really doesn't do anything for it. 
um, the filter will create the oxygen, so you don't need to worry about that. Mm -hmm. Get the lid that'll close all the way down. That way, kitty can't get his paws in there. Um, the other thing that you can do is once you get the lid, you, go, you close it, you go out and you get some sticky paws. Mm. Um, and you put that all over the top of the lid. And so when kitty jumps up there, kitty's going to get a foot full of stickiness. And cats do not like to have sticky feet. They hate it. Cannot stand anything stuck to their paws. So they will immediately jump down. And you leave it up there for about a week, and probably after that week span, depending on how determined your kitties are, usually a week is good enough, um, they'll realize every time they jump up there, something gets stuck to their paws, they don't like it, they won't go up there again. And, right. and you know, I got a personal story about that, because my cat would do that. My cat would get up and get in the fish tank when we had a fish tank. Oh. And, uh, you had a and, fish tank? Yeah. God, yeah, she, she had one of those Houdini ones. I always talk about the one that Houdini would die in. We oh, had yeah, one yeah. of those. Big enough that you... Yeah, just, we had to reinforce the floor. It was that big. And, wow. Um, yeah. And uh, the uh, and here's how the cat the cat cured itself because when we came home once caught him on going in the fish tank he jumped down ruptured his knee ligaments and he had to have surgery and can't couldn't jump up anymore. Aww. Yeah, it's charming. Oh, that's horrible. I know it's a beautiful story. It should be in claymation <laughs> that somewhere. Is, that is <laughs> terrible. Oh, all right, we have one loitering over there. Oh, an email. Yeah. Okay. What do you got? Sure. Dear Animal Talk. Congratulations, Skippy. You've got mail. My dog is a German Shepherd who is on the table or in the garbage every time we aren't watching. We feed him pedigree and he seems well fed. Plus, every time we eat anything, uh, suddenly he's there begging, just staring at us. How can we stop this overeating behavior? And this is signed, Phil. Mm. Probably not Punxsutawney Phil, because no. I doubt he would have a German <coughs> Shepherd. Right, yeah, right. probably not. <laughs> Um, what you're looking at doing is breaking the cycle of behavior. This dog has been allowed to be in the in the room when you eat. So either you're going to crate the dog out of the room or you're going to prevent the dog from being in the room. And, you know, baby gates, anything like that. You can also train him. One of my favorite things is called place. Place means you have to go over here until I tell you otherwise. So you can you can make that place be anything. It can be a towel. It can be a rug on the floor. It can be anything. You would teach the dog place first on a leash. You would give him the command, place, walk him to his place, put the butt on the ground, and make him remain there until you've given him the release command, which is... You've got me. <laughs> All right, well, that's okay. You can use that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, you could. You could use anything. Dogs don't speak English, so you can say pretty much anything you want. Some people will say okay. You can say release. You can say that's it. Pick one word. Stick with it. Everybody in the family uses it. So you will give him the command place. Again, walk him over to it. Make the butt sit. Do not give him a command to sit. You want him to think the act of place I hear the command, I walk over here, I put my butt on the ground, and I wait until I'm told I can leave. And you just keep teaching that over and over again. Tell him to go to his place, walk him over, until he starts to get the idea where he's almost leading you to the place once you give that command. That lets him know that this is, this is the right thing to be doing. Um, keeping him off the, the countertops, all of those things, you must be there in order to make that correction. If you are not there... To make that, that correction, you can use something called a zone. That is one of the things I had talked about a little bit last hour. Um, zones are made by a company called Innotech. It's an electronic training device, and it looks like a little um, fire... Uh, detector. Thank you. Smoke fire detector. Yeah, lost my... Whew. Um, looks like a little, it, you can put it right up on the countertop, you can put it on the floor, you can, you can mount it to the wall, you can put it anywhere. 
the dog wears a collar, and you set the zone to a specific uh, feet range. It has a 25-foot radius. So you set that range up to whatever range you're comfortable with. The dog basically would walk into the field, hear a tone that emits from the collar that says, warning, basically, you need to get out of here. Right. If the dog proceeds into that field, at that time a correction will be given. So you don't even have to be there for the training to take place. Uh, and that's the critical thing when people yes. are reluctant to use a crate. Yes, Yes, and, and it's something that if you're not there, dogs learn by immediate association. So if you're not there to make the correction at the start of the behavior, and the start of the behavior is not probably what most people would think it is. Um, when the dog is looking at the counter or doing that stretched out neck sniff mm. where they stretch their neck out and they're kind of sniffing, that's actually when they're thinking about it. That's the start of the behavior. So that's when you have to make that correction. So the zone would prevent the dog from getting to the garbage can, to the, um, onto the furniture, any of those things. But when you are there, you can do the same thing. You can either use the zone when you're there or when you're not. Or you, when you are there, you can use noisemakers. Noisemakers work wonders. Phone books work excellent. I always used phone books, and I would throw a phone book into the room that I didn't want my dog to be in because she would get into trouble. And as soon as she walked into the room, the phone book would come flying into the room, and she'd come flying out. Every time I come in here, this book falls from the sky. It's crazy. <laughs> exactly. And, and she learned pretty quick, I don't go in there unless mom says it's okay. When mom's with me, everything's fine. I'm the source of goodness, so you come in and rescue them, essentially. All right, your question's next. We have Jim in Omaha with a cat trouble. With some a cat trouble? With cat trouble. Jim, welcome to Animal Talk. Hey, thank you very much. What can we do? Uh, I, I've got a, a very special cat. Uh, 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 I've got a Pixie Bob cat. Oh, yeah. And, I love those. Uh, um, what I've been trying to do is teach her how to walk on a leash. Mm, okay. And uh, I've been trying this for about a year and a half um, with uh, no avail. Is it possible to teach a cat how to walk on a leash? It's possible to do anything, Jim, mm -hmm. if you really put your mind to it. Well, if you have yeah. the proper motivation. Now, what are you working with uh, just a, a collar or a harness? I've got a harness. Okay. How, how old's the cat again? I didn't catch it. Uh, she's uh, right about a year and a half, two years old. Okay. Okay. Um, do, do you have the kitty wear the harness at other times other than when you're trying to take her for a walk? Uh, yeah, I, I keep the harness on her at all times. Okay. Because uh, she, she's just kind of weird about... Uh, Oh, like new new things or new experiences. Sure. sure. So, the, so I put that on her. Oh, about uh, oh shoot, maybe about two or three weeks ago, and I try to uh, run her up and down the hallway, but as soon as I get her outside, uh, she runs back. But mm -hmm. it, uh, when she's on the uh, on on the actual leash, mm -hmm. but uh, like say I come home, um, first thing she wants to do is run outside and uh, you know go do cat thing you know, mm -hmm. she, she doesn't want me along right but yeah when, she, when when she's on the leash she wants to go straight back into uh the apartment okay. now when you said that you do run her up and down the hallway that's with the leash on correct yes okay correct. um do you ever let her drag the leash around uh when you're home not intentionally <laughs> okay. I'd, I'd do that in the home when you are there to make sure she doesn't get caught up on anything and then gradually start off by just carrying her outside, putting her down, and just sitting there with her. And you can do something like giving her a laser pointer to play with. You could give her a favorite toy, a little bit of catnip, something that's going to be more of a get her mind focused in a different direction other than we're panicking because we're outside and we need to just go right back in again. 
Okay. So by letting her drag the leash around, you're going to get her used to every now and then she'll stop herself by stepping on it, and then she'll realize, okay, that puts pressure on me, and it's not a scary thing to happen. Um, so you'll gradually kind of acclimate her to doing this. You start out sitting. You don't expect to go anywhere. Just sit on the ground with her and giving her things to focus on instead of the fact that we're going to go out and just head out for a walk. That's not going to work too well for a kitty. Um, but okay. gradually get, letting her get brave being out there. You're just going to sit very still and, and be very calm and let her get out and explore and do things with you. Once okay. you see that she's gotten more comfortable with this, at that point then you can try to take a little, uh, you know, a couple of steps and then do the same thing. Get a little bit further away, sit down, and let her explore that new location. Cats don't acclimate very well like dogs do. It takes a little bit of time for them to realize that the whole world isn't out to get them and we don't have to climb the nearest tree. So you have to gradually get her comfortable with just being outside with you on this leash, on this harness, and letting her see that this is a safe thing to do, this is not a big deal, we're, we're actually okay with it. The first car that comes down the street or the loud truck that comes down the street, she's going to try to head for the hills. So by you telling her this is, this is okay, we're going to be right here with you, giving the comfort, the favorite treats, the special toys, things like that, you're going to have her focus in a different area and, and she'll be more calm with it. But you're not going to be able to get out and just go for a walk. You're going to have to do this in stages. Gotcha. Um, and eventually, can she learn to actually uh, walk down the street like a dog will walk down the street with Yeah, she owner? could. It'll it'll be baby steps on the way there, but oh, yes. it, it's definitely feasible. Yeah. Cats cats are animals that are very spooked. Um, they get spooked easily. So the first thing that we have to work on is getting her over her initial fight or flight mode, and that's going to come in a lot of time. Just working with her to see, putting different things out there. The first time she encounters a dog, she's she's going to try to run, and teaching her that instead of giving in to that instinct, let's focus your attention into a more positive way. And you can even use canned food. If you wouldn't normally feed her canned food, you can get almost like those dessert spoons, the really long spoons, and put just a, a small little bit of the cat food on there. Dollop. The canned, yeah, a little, thank you, a little dollop of cat food. And you can lead her, you know, just in a, you know, a small circle around you. Again, getting her focused on something else, and she sees this is okay. We're going to follow the food trail. She has to be hungry if you work in that. Um, but yes, with the proper motivation, you can get her to walk down the street like a dog would. What we're saying is it's going to be hard work. A lot of hard work. But follow your dream. That's right. Yeah. All right. Okay, thank you. Jim, your dream is also to get your hands on an Animal Talk t-shirt, I'm thinking. Oh, shoot. How about a... Oh... The, uh... How about A1? A1. He's going for the corner. No. No. That was a, that was a saucy call. That's a, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jim. Thanks for the good. Let us know how it works because, uh, yeah, I'm definitely uh, I'm definitely intrigued in, at training a cat to walk on a leash. So let us know how your progress. A dog. Check in with us and let us know how the progress goes, all right? Will do. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Everyone. Dr. Brad, uh, any more interesting news bits? Well, we have one here. We have a dating agency for parrots. Um, an ornithologist in Germany has set up a lonely parrot club and has brought to, already brought together 1,300 parrots with new lifelong loves. Yeah. If, if only there was something like that in, in, in America. If only. Hi. You don't have to be alone living an empty, boring existence, memorizing CSI episodes and making clothes for your kitty. You can have someone in your life. You deserve someone in your life. 
From the first moment I met Craig, I knew I loved him. He was so shy, but I could tell he was perfect. So I get in the car after picking her up. She's already talking marriage. I figured she was kidding around, so we went to the movie. If I knew what I know now, I would have pushed her out of the car, and no, I wouldn't have stopped. Having a soulmate is overwhelming. Midway through the movie, I just decided this was creepy. So I went to the men's room and decided to head for the car. When I turn around from the urinal, guess who's standing behind me? She has this creepy smile and she says she misses me. At HughesLove.com, you can find that special person so you can do things you never thought you'd be doing. So she calls me at all hours of the day and night. I've changed my number three times. Never works. That's when she starts breaking in. I begged her to stop. I bought myself a guard dog, but he disappeared. Yes, I stole his dog, but he stole my heart. Tell you what, restraining orders aren't worth the paper they're printed on. Someone writes, I love you in blood on my front door, but the cop can't prove it's her. Someone's going to end up dead. I tried telling him my feelings subtly, but I think he's just too sensitive and misses the fact that I worship him. (laughs) Sometimes I do get frustrated, and sometimes he makes me very, very angry. Newslove.com. You deserve someone in your life. You deserve somebody in your life. That's right. Oh, la, la, la. Gotta love the Hughes Love people. All right. We got Brian in Michigan. Brian, welcome to Animal Talk. True love that. <laughs> oh, hey. hey, how you doing? Good, Brian. And uh, we brought you out to uh, play a little game with us, Brian. Oh, fantastic. Uh, <laughs> it's been a while, so we thought we'd say hi, and uh, we've been playing Battleship with some of our listeners throughout the day, and we know how you love the Battleship. So, or Cattleship. Uh, we call it Cattleship. That, and we've augmented it. is not a radio game, is it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. It's one of the greatest, greatest radio games known to man. <laughs> and uh, we're going to play a little Battleship. We've, we've augmented it for Animal Talk. It's actually Cattleship, and uh, they're uh, cattle you're trying to sink. So, I'm trying to think cattle. Yeah, yes. Okay. All right, so we need coordinate A through J, 1 through 10. Um, okay. All right, I'm feeling, uh, I'm feeling B. Uh-huh. B, 3. B, 3. Oh, somebody already guessed that. Pick another one. Um, um, B, 4. Oh, no, oh, it's a miss. Sorry, Brian. Miss. And we're fresh out of pings. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> thanks for the thanks for uh, putting up with us, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Take it easy. All right, and thank you for being with <laughs> us uh, and putting up with our craziness. Punxsutawney people and, and, and Punxsutawney Phil, <laughs> Groundhog Day coming up. Thanks for joining us. And, of course, as always, have an exotic week. And kiss. You're wild thing for me. Fun storm in the castle. Think it'll work? It would take a very Bye-bye.